really organically, really like spontaneously. It's not just going in there and making a noise, folks. <laughs> the Classic Rock Files with Kelly Parker and Mike Young. Hi, Mike. Hi, Kelly. Okay, we're getting more and more options to enjoy our rock and roll. Live Nation Canada and Budweiser have come up with something that they are cleverly calling the Budweiser Stage at Home. Yeah, so if you don't know, the Budweiser Stage is a very iconic music venue in Canada. It's on the waterfront in downtown Toronto. I'm super envious that they have this, that it exists, because they get to bring in so many amazing acts because it's Toronto, and people get to watch them outdoors on the waterfront. It's just a great location. Have you seen a show there? No. But I've been to the venue, I've seen where it is and where it exists, just haven't seen a show there. Such a good venue. I've only seen one show there. I saw the Rush R30 tour at that venue. Great show, great venue. The uh, series premiere featuring the Black Crows and the Trues. And hosted by, this is probably just a branding thing, Juno-nominated musician and Rogers' hometown hockey host, Tara Sloan. You know, at one point in time, I thought Tara Sloan and Biff Naked were the same person. Just throwing that out there. You don't know that they're not related. I, I assume they aren't. They just looked similar, and they fooled me for a little bit. So, you, it's going to be a weekly concert series every Saturday on City TV and also online at citytv.com. They'll also be available to stream on everything that's related to those as well and uh, Live Nation. So, uh, there's not going to be any shortage of uh, places where you can watch these things. Series premiere featuring Black Crows and the Trues, as I mentioned. Uh, the second weekend's episode, which is June 6th, has already been lined up as well, and that's Blue Rodeo and Alan Doyle. So it seems like they're going to be double shots every weekend with at least one Canadian act. As Alan part. Doyle would say, those are going to be a time. Different accent. I didn't commit to the accent. Now, of course, these are all options for us because we can't go out and see actual concerts. However, thanks to a L.A. company, we might soon be able to do that because they've come up with something called the Microshell. Well, first of all, no. Second of all, this group well, let's is, explain what it is first, because I'm a solid no, too. This group is called the Production Club, and they, uh, their, their job normally is they do stages and experience for clients in technology, music, gaming, etc. And they came up with this microshell, which is kind of a half suit, so it's an upper body thing that you wear. Mm -hmm. No pants involved. Nope. And people can wear this to concerts, mm -hmm. music festivals, clubs, whatever, and it will help prevent the spread of the coronavirus. So... I'll get a photo of it up with this uh, pod, so you'll see what it looks like. But uh, as you'll see, it's got big Daft Punk energy. It looks kind of like a cross between something from Tron and Buzz Lightyear and Daft Punk. You know what it reminds me of is when you watch the movie Back to the Future and uh, Marty McFly is dressed up in the Exterminator outfit and he's got the Walkman and he's scare <laughs> scaring George McFly <laughs> with Van Halen. That's what it looks like to me, oh. but just no pants. Yeah. Um, so basically this thing has an N95 filter, an air ejection system, a cell link. I've already got an air ejection system. Yeah, I know you do. <laughs> uh, a cell link pouch. I don't even know what that is. Maybe it has to do with your cell phone. And there's snap-in canisters for drinking and vaping. Obviously the two most important things you would do with your mouth at a concert. You know what? If you're wearing one of these things and you're also vaping, you're just begging to get slapped. Well, you know what? If you remove the helmet and the shield, you are now compromised. So what you going to do? Well, fair enough. Yeah. It's a huge no. I mean, this is, they're trying to solve a problem here. How can you safely go to a concert? But this whole thing begs the question. You and I have discussed the fact that we've both been big concert guys for a long time. Uh, we're really missing going to live shows. No, no, I'm not missing. I was just going to say, you have said you're good to go until concerts come back in their full normal form. Or have you, this is my question, what do you need to be happening at concerts if we're not back to full normal? And let's call full normal 
everybody shoulder to shoulder, like the full concert experience. Say we don't get back to there. At what point do you go, you know what? I'm in for a live show again. Because we've already seen these, what, uh, fan pods or whatever at this show a week ago where there was a thousand-seater, there was like 250 people there, and the sound of crickets and tumbleweeds was louder than them. That was just a bummer to see. But say we advance beyond that to some point. What are you going to need to see before you go back? I'm pretty much normal or bust. I won't be attending if there's some weird hoops I have to jump through, even so much as to have to have my temperature taken before I go in, and then it's normal once I'm inside. I won't do that. Really? You're going to die on that hill, so to speak. Well, I won't be dying. I'll be at home. (laughs) Um, But... What if they've got the temperature technology where just as you go through the metal detectors where you already have to go through, you just open your mouth and they've, or there's a beam that goes in the middle of your forehead and it automatically takes your temperature. Are you still out? The metal detectors right now are almost pushing me to the point where I want to be out (laughs) with the delay that causes for me to just, can I please just go to a thing and enjoy it without all these hoops I have to jump through? Okay. I mean, as I get older, I get grumpier. Yeah. So that's just not helping the situation. I will say that uh, that tune will change if it's something like we talked about yesterday, one of these acts I've never seen before. I'm going to be willing to sacrifice maybe in those cases because we've talked about Rage Against the Machine being moved. I was within, I think I'm still within by a few days of that 30-day window. Here's what I'm most concerned about, Yeah. about concerts. We talked about Ticketmaster. People were up in arms about Ticketmaster's policy on how they hadn't given people refund options. Mm-hmm. And then they changed their policy. And the thing that happened that I was scared about happening seems to be happening where you have 30 days to make your decision and then you're locked into whatever decision you've made, whether that be get a refund now or hold on to those tickets. What I'm most concerned about is I've chosen to hold on to my Rage Against the Machine tickets. But it's not the full concert experience. Exactly. So if I get to that date and I'm like, you have to have your temperature taken. Or if you're on the floor, you there's spacers or we've added in chairs or whatever it may be you know if the, yeah. if the experience is is changed from the way i originally bought my tickets for can i then get a refund because i'm really worried about some of these shows that have been postponed and a new date has been set yeah what's going to happen i didn't sign up for that and i don't have the option currently to get a refund once i find out what that is here's the line in the sand for me if concerts come back, even with modifications and restrictions that you have to do, as long as there is what I call a party density. In other words, like I said, we've all been to house parties where you walk in and maybe you're early or whatever, and it's a room that holds 20 people and there are only four there. Like there's no party vibe happening there. To me, if we can get a concert vibe happening, a crowd vibe. So there's enough people in there so that when the crowd cheers, it sounds like a crowd cheering. It doesn't have to be shoulder to shoulder. I don't mind jumping through an extra hoop if it takes me an extra 10 minutes to get into the venue. I can handle that. But the energy has to be there. Now, here's the upside. Glass half full, Mike. You're going to give me an upside. I am. I'd love to hear this. Because, you know, you love to be on the floor, right, of any show? I prefer the floor. Okay. Now, if one of the restrictions is there's still enough for that concert vibe I'm talking about, when the crowd cheers, it still sounds like cheering, but that person in front of you is holding up their phone for the whole show, and you have no options because you're shoulder to shoulder at normal times, now maybe you got an option to move slightly so you can get out behind that person who needs to video the whole show that they'll never watch again. Part of me wishes that uh, 5G conspiracy would have picked up a little more steam so we could ban phones at these concerts. That would have been the in. But But that didn't happen. C'est la vie. For me, being on the floor is actually the, the most normal I would be at a concert if there's new rules and stuff because I'm a stand near the back of the floor kind of guy, so I don't get in to the pit or 
the big shoulder-to-shoulder crowd. Obviously, I'm standing close to my buddies or whoever I'm there mm-hmm. with, but I'm old enough now where I don't need to be in the thick of it and have a black eye and be sweaty when I go to a concert. You know, I just want to watch from afar. Okay, I got another scenario for you. For me, it still comes down to that concert vibe. So if you don't need to be shoulder-to-shoulder, you're stand at the back eye. I've seen you do that. Half full feels like a concert vibe. Maybe an extra five minutes at the door. You're still out. Yeah, I just, I, 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 I mean, this is going to be a situation where I have to decide. You know, once the choice is put in front of me and it's this or you're out, then I really have to see where my principles lie. Yeah, I was just going to say them. Uh, it's easy to talk now. Um, there's just nothing. Again, the two shows that I was super excited to see this summer were both in Minneapolis, and it was the Deftones and it was Ramstein. The two shows in Winnipeg uh, that I had tickets for were Jimmy Eat World and Rage Against the Machine. Both of those have been rescheduled. The other two have not with new dates. And both of those acts I've seen before. So those two I, can ha- I could walk away from, Rage and Jimmy Eat World, and be fine. Mm-hmm. It's the Deftones and Ramstein, who I haven't seen before and I would like to still see. They're still on my list that, you know, I may have to step back my claims yeah. here, walk them back a couple, okay. couple feet. But I'm hoping we can be normal. I mean, every time you talk about this with family or friends, I mean, it's been a hot topic of conversation for everybody for the last couple of months. Every time we have these conversations, there's always someone in the group that's like, I don't think we'll ever be back to normal. You know, and that's so discouraging to me mm-hmm. because normal was fine. I mean, there's some things that we could obviously do to change as a humanity, as humanity and a species that would probably make the world a better place. But just the little things that we took for granted for so long, not having those anymore. I mean, yes, we can adapt. We will adapt. Humanity adapts. That's what we do. It still will maybe take some longer than others to adapt. And myself, it's probably in that group of like begrudgingly dragging my feet into the new era of concert going. <laughs> Okay, so you're already moving on your uh, position. I'll just uh, make a note of that. (laughs) Thank you. Finally here, I know you've been saying to yourself, what's up with Aldo Nova? Has he been working on anything? Well, yes, he has. As a matter of fact, he's going to be releasing a new single called When All Is Said and Done. That happens on Friday, and it's taken from his forthcoming rock opera. That's right. Aldo Nova has been working on a rock opera, The Life and Times of Eddie Gage. That'll include 21 new originals and almost two hours of music in total. But this is what When All Is Said and Done sounds like, and it's a rocker. Again, that is Aldo Nova. That is no fantasy. Mike, your thoughts? Prior to today, if you would have told me that Aldo Nova was A, retired, B, deceased, I would have believed you both ways. So it's nice to see that he exists and he's making good music. A little too much new music. I think one hour and 52 minutes (laughs) is a real long time in today's day and age to sit with a new album slash project dropped all at once. But I get that this is probably meant to be taken in all at once. So it's tough to split up into several pieces to release over time. The Life and Times of Eddie Gage, a rock opera i'm wondering if he had plans to go out on you know a bigger scale tour with this but is that even possible as aldo nova in the year 2020 you know does he have the cachet 
to tour this thing. I mean, a rock opera is meant to be seen and performed, you know? Yeah. So that kind of is weird. Or me. maybe it was going to be part of a residency in a place like Broadway or maybe off-Broadway. He Speaking of lots of music. Although Nova, I think, maybe off-off-Broadway. Could be off-off-Broadway. But as you know, he's connected as hell. He might be hell. on Broadway in Winnipeg. That might be the perfect place. <laughs> He's connected as hell, though. He's been so tight with Bon Jovi over the years. Uh, he was on Bon Jovi's first hit. He was all over Blaze of Glory, including co-writing it. Never got credit for that. This guy is still busy, still connected. And speaking of a lot of music, he's been working on this rock opera since 2008. And he wrote 142 songs for it. Well, at least he trimmed it down to 21, yeah. which is an admirable. Sure, you gotta uh, love a guy who can self-edit. Outside of a re-release of Fantasy in like 2018, I'm just looking at a singles released over the last number of years. Like mm -hmm. he didn't release anything since 1991, so I guess forgive me for thinking he might have been, yeah. <laughs> been dead. But but he's been all over the background on a lot of big stuff. Yeah, although Nova is a guy who's a lot of people don't know about the behind-the-scenes stuff that he's yep. been doing. But good to see that that snippet we played of the song there it does rock and i'm interested to hear more again one hour and 52 minutes is a lot so i'll probably have to take it into small chunks <laughs> might take me i mean luckily we're in quarantine ish right now so i got the time oh, so yeah, he sure. should be releasing that at any time now to get the most out of it that is the classic rock files 94.3 the drive music director mike young thank you thank you